0: Hallelujah. How are you today? You mean you are fine? How are you? You are fine from your heart. Say thank you, Jesus, for that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. let someone say the joy of the, joy of the Lord is my strength. Say, neighbor, the joy of the Lord, the of the Lord is my strength. Is my strength. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated in his presence. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Hallelujah. Tell him, say, neighbor, do you know know that God God is is aware of your situation? situation? Do you know know that God God is is concerned about you? That's the source of our joy. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Brethren, I'm talking to believers. I believe I'm talking to believers. When you look through the highway of life, I mean, when you look through your immediate surroundings, what you see is frightening. You see Satan busy using man's unrighteousness as instrument for his purpose to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Economic oppression, poverty, setback, Physical oppression, sickness, disease, disabilities, demonic oppression, occult practices and ritual murders, religious oppression, intolerance, violence everywhere. Moral oppression, institutionalized corruption in high places. So through our daily challenges, as a true believer, you must find calm, enough calm, to think properly, to think clearly and to react diligently. But unfortunately, so many people today react intellectually, emotionally to these situations and they are overwhelmed. Say, neighbor, neighbor. don't lose control. Don't lose control. Neighbor, neighbor, no matter what comes, neighbor. no matter what happens, neighbor. don't lose control. If you lose control, you lose all sense of reasoning. And when you lose the sense of judgment, you fight the wrong battle. You begin to see others as your enemies. We are quick to misjudge, to blame others, to begin to point fingers at others as being the cause of your problem. When one is overcome by poverty, when he sees someone more well-off than him, he sees him as the enemy. When one is overcome by depression, when he sees as unhappy, it irritates him. When one is overcome even by sickness, those who are not sick, see them as enemy, as insensitive to his plight. Begin to blame others. The sickness I have. My mother has it. That person has it you begin to chase shadows. Say, neighbor, "Neighbor." we are not fighting fighting flesh flesh and blood. blood. We are fighting fighting. evil spirit. spirit. Many relationships, business relationships, many marriages, many political relationships as well hit the rock of trials and temptation every day. Some even has abandoned their faith and turned to alternatives rather than God. If you don't know the purpose of life, you are likely to be overwhelmed by the happenings around you and begin to take actions that can destroy relationships beyond repair. Say, neighbor, don't be controlled by your situation. As a true believer, we must learn to see the value in our trials, in the challenges that comes on our way as a christian as a man of faith as a woman of faith the scripture says when the eyes of our faith are open to reality you begin to see the value of your trials say neighbor when the eyes of your faith are opened you begin to see the value of your trials this us to a message this morning Overcome your situation. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, overcome your situation. Tell your neighbor again, tell your neighbor, overcome your situation. Tell the viewers watching you, overcome your situation. Let me take you to our proof text, the book of Romans chapter 8. I will start my reading from verse 35. Romans chapter 8. It reads, Are you there? The book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? Verse 36. As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep For the slaughter. Verse 37. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created things shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Let someone say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let someone say hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you consider what happened to Paul in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7, when he prayed for the thorn to be removed, you will realize that there are some situations in our lives that no amount of prayer and fasting can remove. The Bible refers to those situations as unchangeable events. Unchangeable events can be in the form of sickness, hardship, failure, imprisonment. Just name it. Job's affliction was an unchangeable event. He endured for the glory of God. Daniel in the lion's den, despite his prayers, find himself in the lion's den. It was an unchangeable event. But he saw it as an opportunity to honor God in his trials. Joseph being sold as a slave to a foreign land was an unchangeable event. That was a bridge to the greater heights. Joseph never take revenge against his brothers because he saw the value of his trials, the purpose of his trials. Are you talking about Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the book of Mark chapter 14 from verse 36? At Gethsemane, Jesus prayed to the Father that the cup of his suffering may pass him by. In Luke chapter 22, the Bible says an angel came to strengthen him that this was an unchangeable event. Jesus Christ submitted to the revealing word of God and took the hard decision to go through the cross in order to bring an eternity of gain for you and I. Brethren, There are two two things we should not confuse. There are situations, and there is a situation. Satan comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But Jesus comes to give you life, to give me life, abundant life in every aspect of your life. Therefore, as a Christian, as a believer. Whatever situation you are in, there is no real evil in it because God is away. Say, neighbor, whatever situation you may be in, there is no real evil because God is away. When God Almighty is executing His plan in our lives, he allows events, which continue to unfold, until His purpose in our lives be fulfilled. Let's must say, events which seems ordinary may have extraordinary effect in the spirit. Much of it is hidden. To the ordinary eye. Events which seems ordinary may have extraordinary effect in the spirit. Much of it is hidden to the ordinary eye. What does this mean? Extraordinary effect means extraordinary situation. Say, my situation, my situation. is not like others. My situation, my situation. is not like others. Believers may encounter challenges, but their situation are not like others. Others, their situation is to impair them, to destroy. But yours is to improve you, to draw you closer to God. The more sensibly we feel the pain, the persecution, The better improved we are in our prayer and relationship with God. Say, neighbor, the more sensibly we feel the pain, the better improved we are in our prayers, in our relationship with God. Whatever happens, whatever comes, it is too early. judge. It is too early to be overwhelmed. Sit back in silence and see what God is about to do. Brethren, God's command to Abraham was the test of faith. Others, they submit, they yield to the pressure and tension of their situations and take wrong decisions. But a believer is conscious of his faith. That's why he takes right decision. Rightful decision. God's command to ask Abraham to sacrifice his son was a test. Abraham could have abandoned his faith, but he didn't. Joseph being sold as a slave, had every reason to give up, but he didn't. Job had every reason on the outside to yield to the advice of the wife, to deny God, but he didn't. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, the only alternative they have to save their lives was to deny their God, but they did not. They were conscious of their faith in the midst of pressure and tension. It takes the reflective mind to discover, beyond their situation, the promise of God for your life. Say, neighbor, it takes the reflective mind To discover beyond that situation lies God's purpose. God's command for Abraham to sacrifice his son was for a purpose. The book of Galatians chapter 3 verse 8 says that God foresaw that the Gentiles would be justified by faith. Preach the gospel beforehand to him. And saying to you, all nations shall be blessed. How? Let's say, God has a son, Jesus Christ. He planted him in the earth, on the cross, to produce a family. Today, millions born again through this seed, Jesus Christ. All these heroes of faith, they all had something in common. They fought the same battle, camouflage, differently, different situation. But they overcame this situation. And they came out of it better than when they went into it. God Almighty prepared them for victory before he threw them into the fire of life. Say, neighbor, "Neighbor." God God has prepared for you before he threw you into the fire of life. Then they were able to defeat the purpose of Satan by remaining faithful to God to the very end. What lesson can we learn from them? Those who have a clear purpose of life, no matter what comes, no matter what happens, they always find room in their heart to bless the name of the Lord, even when it takes away. Say, neighbor. Those who have a clear purpose, No matter what comes no matter what happens they always have room in their hearts to praise the name of the Lord even if it takes away. Anything close to Jesus receives attacks. Being faithful to God does not eliminate adversities. The level At which Satan attack us today. Seems to be equal to the level of our commitment to God. Say neighbor. The level at which Satan attack us today. Seems to be equal to the level of our commitment to God. If you are truly committed to God. God will take up all of Satan's challenges against you. Say, neighbor, "Neighbor." be faithful. faithful. God is faithful faithful. to those who are faithful to him. If you are truly committed to God, God will take all of Satan's challenges against you. I want to ask you a question. What is the secret of their victory? Ask your neighbor. Say, neighbor, "Neighbor." what is the secret of their victory? Ask your neighbor. Ask your neighbor. Ask me. Ask me. I can hear you. The secret of their victory, their faith was not based on the things God created but on God, the creator. The object of their faith was God Almighty, not the blessings, not the breakthrough. That's why their faith says, as Job, whether I am healed or not, God is my healer. Abraham said, whether I am blessed or not, God is my provider. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego said, Whether I am delivered or not, God is my deliverer. If our faith is based on the blessing, on the healing, on the breakthrough, that faith will have nothing to rest on when those things seem to delay in coming or when they are taken away from you. That's why Jesus Christ emphasizes in the book of Mark, chapter 11, verse 22, have faith in God. Say, neighbor, have faith in God. Christ's standard of faith is in God Almighty. That's why Jesus said further in Matthew, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and every other thing. Say every other thing shall be given to me. Say, neighbor, "Neighbor." no matter your situation today, look up to Jesus. Look up to him. Healing, deliverance, is not a great deal for Jesus. He has the solution. Finally, brethren, No matter the situation that brought you here today. No matter how difficult, how impossible it may seem to you today. We overcome by faith. Our physical eyes can only see the present darkness. The present pain. The present sickness. The present barrenness. But the eyes of faith can see the light. A man or a woman of faith who lives by faith, walks by faith, requires no evidence of the senses for rightful judgment. His life is centered in Christ Jesus, not on how he's doing, how he's feeling, or how he's treated. Remember what Prophet Timothy Joshua says, Life is all about challenges and how we respond to each situation. Say, neighbor. Life is all about choices and how we respond to every situation. How do you respond to your present situation? Focusing on Christ Jesus. In the midst of trial, poverty, setback, barrenness, puts everything else in its proper perspective. Ask Job and he will tell you, that sickness that seems incurable is not incurable at all from eternity's perspective. Ask Job, he will tell you, that situation that looks like failure is not failure at all from eternity perspective. That barrenness, ask Hannah, and she will tell you that that barrenness is not barrenness at all from God's point of view. Therefore, no matter what happens, no matter what comes, if God allows it as a trial, as a test of faith, don't think it's strange and doubt your God. Say neighbor. No matter what comes. No matter what happens. If God allows it. As a test. Don't think it's strange. And doubt your God. Rejoice. I say rejoice. The purpose of the devil. Is to shake our faith in the word of God. And cause us to see God in a bad light and bring us to query the truth in the word of God, then to overthrow our position in Christ. His purpose is to see you sad, to see you crying, shedding tears. But remember our conquering power, joy. Let someone say, joy of the Lord Lord. Is is my strength. Therefore, rejoice rejoice you mean you have joy you mean you have joy from your heart you mean your enemy is defeated you mean you are victorious oh victory as sure as the rising of the sun for you may god bless his word. thank you jesus